Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Your top five in this next to last week of the regular season. The number one team remains the Boston Bruins. The only question now is, uh, will they win the Stanley Cup? Number two, the Carolina Hurricanes. Number three, it's the New York Rangers. They shot right up there. Number four, the Vegas Golden Knights. And number five is the Edmonton Oilers. They are peaking at the right time. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans in the United States of America. Welcome to the RP Show. Coming in hot on a Thursday. It is episode number 970 of your favorite daytime sports talk show on the Game Plus television network, WQEE Radio. We're before a live studio audience here at the Stage Bar. And before we go any further, please welcome in the co-host. He joins us virtually from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, Darren Moose-Dupont. And we've got a lot to get to today. Moose, your your hockey team got a thumping from mine last night. So I'm wondering <laughs> uh, if you're smarting today over that. Uh, I feel like we're calling it even. I feel like we're calling this bet even. And neither one of us oh. is going to have to streak down 16th Avenue during the Calgary Stampede. Well, thank goodness for that. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know about a thumping, but uh, it was fun last night. I enjoyed that game a lot. And uh, yeah, you Pan- Panthers. What do you What do you say? They pulled the weenie out of the campfire, right? So all is good this that? morning for sure on the South Florida. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the fun part of what we're going to get into today. We'll tell you the general manager of the Prince Albert Raiders is going to be with us. The great Curtis Hunt. He will be with us later on in hour one. The Prince Albert Raiders won the draft lottery. The ball was pulled yesterday, and the Prince Albert Raiders will be drafting first overall this spring. And in hour two, Mike Snee, the executive director from College Hockey Inc., is going to be joining us from the eastern seaboard, the American Northeast, to talk about uh, NCAA hockey in the Frozen Four, which is getting underway. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? Director, we'll go from there. Yes. Um, yeah, well, listen, before we, we're going to start with baseball because it is opening day, but a couple things have been going on. Number one, I tripped the alarm today. Thank you, Rod, for being so nice about it here, security. I'm about as popular as a pimp at a picnic here. 
The door didn't say alarm will sound, Moose, when I laid my hands on it. It said emergency exit only, but I put my hand on I was on the phone with somebody, and all of a sudden, ear, 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 <laughs> 24 weeks here, and uh, I finally managed to do that. Apologies. Number we two, all, I did go watch this. Yeah, if what? I can. What? We all have that feeling, yeah. right? You know, you go to a, an arena or somewhere, it says alarm will sound. You're like, yeah, just a joke, right? And you hit the door, nothing happens. You don't actually think the alarm is going to go. Bro breaking news at the Gray Eagle, the alarm goes. So it could be worse. How Price about is that? Averted. And right. And then the other thing, I'll get into this more with the Leafs-Panthers game, but last night I went to the Canadian brew house to watch the game with a hockey friend of mine, uh, the Panthers-Leafs game, and then we went to his house after to watch the end of it. And I got up to leave when it was at the end of regulation, and he's like, well, you can't leave going into overtime. I said, well, no, I just don't want to overstay my welcome. So I stayed. We watched the triumphant end for the Florida Panthers, and as I was driving back to the Gray Eagle, I thought, I just feel so good. He's a good guy. I felt good, and I wasn't just saying it, Darren. And yeah. uh, I told him that. I told his wife that. And I just would say, hang out with people that are good for your mental health. It actually makes you feel good. And don't hang out with people, if you can, that aren't good for your mental health. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Can you hit the quick six horn again, please? Okay. Speaking of all that, it's opening day in Major League Baseball with all 30 clubs playing their first game, the Toronto Blue Jays. We'll start on the road this afternoon at St. Louis. Games will look a little different this season with the introduction of new rules. There will be clocks at stadiums to hurry up pitchers and hitters, and there are restrictions on defensive shifts for fielders. Now, we've been watching the spring training, so we, we're kind of familiar with the rules as they relate to watching the games on TV. But if you're going to a major league ballpark, you're going to see something. You're going to see the bigger bases. You're going to see the clocks for the pitchers. So that's kind of exciting. And to be honest with you, it's this time in society that we're in, Moose. I was sitting there going, opening day. Oh, oh, oh. I went sports center three times today. I need to know everything. I need to know about the Blue Jays and the Cardinals. And I'm like, woosa. Just enjoy the game. 410 Eastern. First pitch, 210 Mountain, where we reside out here. And I did see some pundits are picking up Blue Jays, Braves, World Series. Wouldn't that be fun with our Atlanta radio listeners on WQEE? So I'll just say this. What are your plans? I'm assuming you're going to watch the Blue Jays' first game of the year today. And uh, what's your excitement level? Well, my excitement level is pretty high now. Um, I was watching SportsCenter just like you, and they're talking about opening day. Yeah. And then I went over to the score app, and I checked the schedule. I'm like, okay, what time are they playing? And then I remembered they're playing Saint in St. Louis, and I'm like scrolling. I'm like, it's not coming up. I'm like, don't tell me it's a night game, because opening day is supposed to be a day game, right? That's the vibe. Right. And sure enough, yep, yep there it is, 2 o'clock, right in the middle of the pack. So I'm excited. I'm going to hold off on lunch. I might go find me a hot dog somewhere or make one at home and uh, uh, get all my work done early so I can sit up and watch the game at 2. Street meat. That's a great idea. I'll try and find it. Can we get some hot dogs on the buffet? It's a little too late. Yeah. Well, I remember last year, Moose, weren't you there at the Great Eagle Buffet when I said, hey, how would you guys, would you mind putting a little pizza on the buffet? <laughs> you remember the, uh, the initial yes. reaction was, we'll do the cooking, you do the eating. And then like a week later, they put pizza on the buffet, and I felt guilty that I was a spoiled brat child, that I got what I whined for. That's not supposed to work that way. 
But they gave you the business. They are here. They gave you the yeah. business, but then when they went back into the kitchen, like, it's actually a good idea. Just don't tell them we said <laughs> and that. And then they did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a very good, very good pizza. So, yeah, baseball and for the Atlanta listeners on WQEE, where we are, Atlanta's NHL show. The Braves are playing a day game. As a matter of fact, uh, 11-10 Mountain, 110 Eastern. They're at Washington. So, anyways, moving on to point two. To hockey, because, again, we are Atlanta's NHL show. Brandon Montour struck in overtime for the Florida Panthers in a 3-2 win over the host Toronto Maple Leafs Wednesday. The Panthers stay in the hunt for a wild card playoff berth in the East. The Islanders went the distance to beat the Washington Capitals 2-1 in a shootout. And the Minnesota Wild doubled your Colorado Avalanche rod 4-2. Thank you. In a three-game night in the NHL. The biggest Avalanche fan that I know in the city of Calgary. Um, before we get to the nuances of the game because gosh knows everybody's dying to hear that this is what i really want to talk about keith kachuk goes on tsn radio toronto his kid matthew's playing for the panthers and he says the panthers are soft they're a soft team and they're getting everything they deserve right now <sighs> number one i'm a panthers fan so i was slightly offended number two i'm like your kid plays on the team and he's the leading scorer of the panthers so i'm pretty sure you're not talking about your kid so you're talking about all of matthew's teammates How's that going to go over in the locker room? How's that going to go over with the head coach, Paul Maurice? So you got the player's dad calling him soft. Your team's soft. That should be an insult to Pomo. But then they go out and win. So maybe they needed the kick in the butt from Keith Kachuk. But my little mini rant on this is this. Hockey parents should not be interviewed. And a number of years ago, when I was, a, when I was the voice of a team, the general manager of our team said, I got a great idea. You should interview the player's parents so that and then air it on the broadcast and i said how be you do your job which you're not very good at anyways and i'll do my job and i'm not going to interview the parents how about not that? interested not happening but keith kachuk i understand isn't your average hockey parent but how do you feel about him calling the panthers soft and then they respond so maybe i'm completely out to lunch <laughs> well <clears throat> he would know He's played, and I don't think Keith Kachuk was ever labeled as soft uh, in his playing days. Um, no. But you know what? Like, I watched the game last night, and they kind of are a little soft. Um, you know, they're playing around the perimeter. They're controlling the puck, but they're not going to the dirty areas. They're not going to the net. They're not trying to get, you know, do what it takes to get shots and to get scoring chances. Um, you know, lots of skill, no doubt. But you saw Pomo blow up on the bench at the guys. But in that final minute, what, in That's a couple a minutes. job, not a dad's job. Uh -huh. For so. sure. But then they responded to Pomo, at least, because in the final couple minutes, what did they do? Went hard to the net, almost had the tying goal. Giordano takes the penalty. They score in the power play. And then what happens? Two on one in overtime, going to the net, going to the hard areas. They score the OT goal. So if they played like that for 60 minutes... They'd be, they maybe would be a President's Trophy winning team again. Yeah, maybe I'm, I am probably just a little too triggered on this whole thing. But again, I just think, and don't be offended, hockey parents. It's not a personal thing. I don't think the owners should be interviewed either. And I don't really think the presidents should be interviewed unless things are going terribly wrong for the franchise. I don't. You need to stay in the background, and I only want to hear from the coaches, the players, and the general managers. And I damn sure don't want to hear from the parents. Walter Gretzky, yes. Louis Sutter, 
Yes. Keith Kachuk? Not really. And Johnny Gaudreau's dad was a mini-god around here in the Stanley Cup playoffs last year. And where did that get everybody? I didn't care that you're drinking beer in downtown Calgary in the day. I don't care. That's just me. And I'm starting to realize maybe I was just too triggered by the whole thing. And, <laughs> and my past with our general manager saying, you should interview the players. You know what? You know what you should do? Get out of my face. How about that? John, John in Winnipeg. Ohm, John Ohm, he says, just another reason I don't care for Keith Kachuk. Get a hobby, Keith. Well, it's, hey, he wants to follow his kids around. I've been around Keith Kachuk in Florida this winter and in Winnipeg when he played. I don't think he's a bad guy at all. As a matter of fact, they talk about how cheap Matthew is, like in the hockey world. And a lot of guys can't remember, that aren't old enough to remember how Keith Kachuk played. He was hard-nosed. He wasn't dirty. He was everything you want. Great. I still don't want you analyzing your kid's team. Can you imagine Louis, uh, well, not Louis Sutter. Can you imagine Walter Gretzky being interviewed in the 80s? Yeah, my kid's the only guy pulling the whole wagon up there in Edmonton. You guys <laughs> want to do something? Kind of. like. Well, that's what I read. Because he wasn't talking, because Matthew Kachuk's not soft. I don't think he was talking about his own kid. He was talking about everybody else. Yeah, go well, ahead. Can you imagine Wayne or Matthew in the dressing room? Just like, guys, I'm sorry. I can't control what my dad says. And they're all just like, your dad is. Of course. That's exactly beep, beep, beep. my read. <laughs> exactly my read on it. Oh, guys, don't listen. It's just my dad. Ignore my dad. Yeah. I would have been a great poll question today. Should hockey parents be interviewed? It's a hard no. Yeah. The poll question today is for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Let's throw that out right now. What did I say? Will you attend a major junior hockey playoff game this spring? Uh, the last I looked on Twitter, uh, the majority were saying yes. And it stayed that way. 62% of you on Twitter saying, yes, you'll attend a major junior hockey playoff game this spring. They don't get going until tomorrow night. And later on in this show, we will talk about the uh, playoff matchups all across the dub. But the reason I said major junior, this is to not neglect any of our Eastern Canadian viewers and listeners or American viewers and listeners. QO, for those that don't know, Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, Ontario Hockey League. And, of course, the WHL out here in the Western Hockey League. Will you be going to a game? The majority of people saying yes. And I just think that's fantastic. We'll get into more of that in a moment. Um, one more note on point two. The Vancouver Canucks will wear pride-themed jerseys in their warm-up Friday night when they host the Calgary Flames. Some NHL players have refused to wear pride jerseys. You hear people booing from the crowd. Who are you booing? He's just booing the Flames, not the, not the pride jerseys. Uh, Vancouver's assistant captain Quinn Hughes says there wasn't any debate about in the locker room and that the players are looking forward to it. So that's interesting. Um, <clears throat> we're a coffee show, we're a morning coffee show, or out in the Eastern time zone, we're an afternoon show. I don't ever, my thoughts were given the other day on this inclusion thing. I, I don't, I get the people that say, I have no problem with gay people, but why do you keep pushing it on us? Why is it a campaign and I understand that, too. They're not being jerks. They're not. Um, but I will say this. I'm a minority in terms of the people that are in addiction recovery. So I know what it's like 
to be in a minority. As a 50-year-old white man, no, I think that we're the majority of us, right? We're, there's more of us than anything else walking around. But I'm a minority in the recovery thing, and it feels sucky to get excluded. So for those that are in minorities, I kind of get why they want to wave the flag because they're trying to put the, you know, we should, we, I would love to have a recovery night. I would love it. Let's celebrate recovery from addiction to mental health issues. That would be awesome. Has anybody thought about that? The league might actually want to get behind that. I don't know. But after centuries of being persecuted, they just want, they just want to be recognized. I don't really, I don't have a problem with it, but I can see why those that say, eh, why do you got to have a parade? What do you think? Well, we're in the early stages of it, of them, you know, having their place in society. We are in the very early stages of it. They're just planting their flag and, and putting themselves on the map. You know, the pendulum always swings, you know, too far, and then it finds its nice place, and that's the way it has to go, right? We need to celebrate this. We need to res uh, respect the group. We need to uh, welcome them and honor them and until they are just another member of our society. And when they do, they will get treated just like everybody else. But you just got to remember, we're in the very early stages of this, and for us, there'll be pride nights and pride parades. Two generations from now, or a generation from now, they might not need to have that because they will be a normal member of society. That's, that's how I look at it. Well, despite the fights and the arguments that are going on with it, and, and the hatred in a lot of ways, it's actually good that we're talking about it because not mm -hmm. talking about these things doesn't get us anywhere at all. When we come back, we'll uh, delve a little bit into the comments. If you're watching on YouTube, please give us a like. Be sure to subscribe and tell all your friends. If you're watching on Game Plus Television or listening on WQEE, please don't touch that dial. We'll be right back live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus and 99.1 FM, the key. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. Playnow.com. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to PlayNow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code RPSHOW for your special offer. PlayNow.com. Must be 19 plus. Use your game sense. It's your favorite daytime sports talk show and aerial coverage on the RP show is brought to you by what, Moose? What's it brought to you by? Nabob Coffee. And don't forget, don't miss comedian, actress, podcaster, and producer Whitney Cummins live here at the Gray Eagle Event Center Tuesday, April 25th. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.ca. We are coming at you live 
on the Game Plus television network across all 10 provinces and 31 states and on the radio WQEE in Atlanta, which reminds me, Moose, uh, before I, I should stop, it is opening day in Major League Baseball. I'm assuming that you're a Blue Jays supporter like me. You're an athletic supporter. Yep. We cheer for the same team. I went uh, betregal.net. That <laughs> just reminds me. For some reason, the Flintstones episode just popped into my head. Bet, 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 bet. <laughs> they have, here's the thing about Bet Regal. Their odds makers are in Costa Rica. And hang on, Mike, the CEO of Bet Regal, told us, did he not say he was going to take us there for a tour? He said that at the Grey Cup. Did he think we forgot? <laughs> now we got to wait till next winter to do that. But I said to him, how come your odds are different than every one of these other betting companies and betting sites? And he said, because we have our own odds makers. They're in Costa Rica. He kind of got into it. So Houston Astros are the odds on favorite minus 530 to win the World Series according to, are they minus or plus? Yeah, plus 530 to win the World Series. Atlanta Braves next at plus 685. New York Yankees plus 715. Dodgers plus 755. Then he goes Mets, Padres, Jays. And so Astros, Braves, Yankees, Dodgers, Mets, Padres, Blue Jays are seventh ranked. That ain't bad out of 30 teams. That ain't bad. So I'm just encouraging people. I'm encouraging people, if gambling is not an issue for you, to go and throw a couple, bu uh, couple bucks on that. It's under futures at betregal.net. But it is exciting. Don't you think? Are you, oh, are you excited for opening day? It's incredibly exciting. And you think about that. That kind of gives you an idea of what the expectations are right now around this team. And, yeah, the Yankees yeah. are favored to be, you know, ahead of them a little bit. But the Jays should compete right then and there. They're expected to be a playoff team again, which always gives you a shot at a World Series. And, you know, you kind of forget, you know, a little bit that the way the season ended for the Jays at the hands of Seattle and how bad and heartbreaking that was so here's a chance to start fresh and uh i'm liking uh what this outlook is for the jays this year i'll tell you what i don't know what it is in a way i'd like to go back to being in that bubble of having my head up my ass because life was a lot easier then uh now i pay attention to everything i catch everything you know what i mean and it's draining yep. and it's exhausting and the point being i was reading Quotes from manager John Schneider and Vladdy and, you know, the Blue Jays stars and their big names and seeing the coverage. Uh, TSN Scott Mitchell was down there and they're saying, you know, the Blue Jays are more business-like than they've ever been before. Vladdy said, I hope we've learned from our mistakes before. And the thing is, listen, we're not a baseball show, but that doesn't mean we don't watch it. And seeing the guys dancing in the dugout and spreading around the home run jacket, it's fun, but that ain't business-like. The teams that are winning aren't jumping around like a high school house party. They're there. It's all business. And I'm getting that sense that it's finally there. It's been fun watching these grow up, guys grow up. And we've gone through the growing pains with them, haven't we? But it's time. We really have. And I'm glad that they at least, I'm glad that they at least are acknowledging that we've grown up. Because we've seen it. We've seen it. Training wheels are off and they're out. They're men now. Uh, so that's good. And I think that's why the expectations are higher. Um, and people are into it. DG in Saskatoon writes in on the 902 text line, and he, we're very big in Saskatoon, Moose, as you know. 
Morning, guys. Mm -hmm. Happy opening day. The Atlanta Braves over the Seattle Mariners in six games for the World Series crown in 2023 is my prediction. I would love to hear others' predictions, says Dan in Saskatoon. Well, I'm saying if there's a baseball god, which there clearly is, we've got our television uh, crew is in Toronto and our radio crew is in Atlanta. There'll be blood in the streets if it's another Toronto Atlanta World Series for the first time in 30 years. So I'm, I'm going to say Blue Jays Atlanta because I want to see it. You? What do you think? Oh, man. My American League or my uh, National League team is the Dodgers. So I'll go Jays over Dodgers in the World Series. That'll be my pick. That's pretty exciting. Well, good for you. Oh, yeah. Good. I mean, one of my best friends is a is a Braves fan, so I, I wouldn't like I wouldn't hate to see that either. And it would be fun um, potentially to make a road trip to uh, a Braves Jays World Series game. Two words: Sid Bream. Ryan McCarthy's watching in Saratoga, New York. He says, I expect nothing less than a World Series title from the Yankees this year, but I fear they're only built just to get by the Astros and lose to an NL team. Well, here's the one thing. Remember it today. We're all tied for first. Because after today, that ain't the case. Landry writes in and says, the Rockies are expected to reach the 100 mark in the win-loss win -loss record. It's just... Not on the right side. <laughs> They're supposed to suck, huh? How about that? Uh, 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 okay. Back on track, if there ever was a track. Point three, we got a little CFL news for you. The Edmonton Elks released veteran American running back James Wilder Jr. on Wednesday. I don't say this facetiously other than I thought they did that a couple of months ago. I thought I remember. I think he announced it himself. That's what it was on his social media. I love James Wilder, man. I don't know if this is the end of the road for him or not. His dad, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, all-time leading rusher, I believe. Hashtag let's get Wilder. The six-foot-three, 232-pound Wilder appeared in 15 games over two seasons with Edmonton, but he was in only three games last year before suffering a spine injury. The 30-year-old began his CFL career with the Argonauts in 2017 earning CFL top rookie honors while helping his club win a Grey Cup title. Edmonton also on Wednesday released quarterback Vinny Testaverde Jr. Actually, his name's Vincent Testaverde Jr., who signed with the CFL club in February. I love that they added this to the wire copy story. Testaverde is the son of former NFL star quarterback Vinny Testaverde, who played 21 pro seasons. Thank you, because I couldn't figure that out because the kid was named Junior. So I'm sorry to be that guy. Uh, there's just some CFL news for you. I'm going to keep moving, Moose, to point four. The Toronto Raptors embark on a five-game road trip starting with Friday's clash against the Philadelphia 76ers. The Raptors are trying to stay in contention for the postseason's play-in round in which teams seeded 7th through 10th battle for the final two playoff spots in each conference. To the NFL meetings in Phoenix. <laughs> Embattled Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder could very well sell the franchise before an investigation into his organization's conduct can be completed. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell said, even if that's the case, any report will be made public. 
Here are some of the other notes coming out of the NFL meetings in Phoenix. There will be no assist from the replay booth when it comes to the NFL's roughing the passer rule. The league's 32 teams voted down a proposal from the L.A. Rams that would have allowed coaches to ask for a replay booth review of roughing the passer. The NFL said it will not move to a flex schedule for Thursday night games, at least for now. The league has explored a method to adjust its Thursday schedule as the season progressed, giving teams a 15-day notice that their upcoming game would be moved from the weekend to Thursday. They're not going to do flex on Thursday. I wish they would, because the Thursday games are largely junk, as you know, Darren. The use of the Guardian cap, that's the one with the pillows on it. Remember we saw that in training camp last year? Yep. Will be expanded during the preseason to include running backs and fullbacks. Last season, O and D linemen, linebackers, and tight ends wore that goofy-looking thing that made them look like the great gazoo. So those are some of the notes. And I'm going to try and slip this in here. This is a story that we were kind of sitting on. You saw that Tom Brady uh, bought into the Las Vegas, is it the Aces? Aces. Female uh, WNBA basketball team. Tom Brady bought into the ownership group of that. I'm going to drop this news now because I've been sitting on it for quite some time. He was kicking tires on the Montreal Alouettes. I guess now because the Owls have been sold to Quebec Or and Monsieur Pelado, we can say that Tom Brady was part of an ownership group that was looking into buying the Montreal Alouettes. How about that? And I don't know how or why it didn't happen other than to say the CFL was very clear that they wanted local ownership. And Tom Brady ain't local. So that's a, that's a rumor I heard. And, and, and the fact that he got in with the Las Vegas Aces kind of confirms that he's, he wants to get into the ownership side. We've heard that for a while, and he now is. How do you feel about that scoopage? Yeah, it's big. You know, even that he was sniffing around. Now, let's not jump on the CFL and say that they're I'm stupid for not, not going Who into is? business. Who is? Who is? No, no. I'm hypothetically people who are listening people ah. who are watching who want to write in and say how could the cfl not partner with tom brady they're dumb it doesn't mean he put a bid in right but even just the fact that he was sniffing around even the fact that he was thinking about it or looking at it as an option you know is very intriguing and it opens the doors um you know down the road that you know it doesn't mean it's going to be the last time that he ever sniffs around the canadian football league if there's ownership opportunities available and wouldn't that be cool for putting the league more on the map in the u.s than it already well, is but very cool uh, yeah i firmly believe that's more than just a rumor as a matter of fact cfl news are you listening let's you can tweet this out the RP show reporting that Tom Brady was part of an ownership group interested in buying the Montreal Alouettes. Because, remember when the Buccaneers played in Germany last year? What did Tom say after the game? Because he's now played in, I don't know how many countries. Is it six countries? And Tom was like, maybe I'll play in the CFL. So when my football guy and wealthy guy, he's from the States. I don't want to say any more than that. When he told me this about Tom Brady, I said, is that, he told me about the scoop about the Montreal thing. And, I said, is that why Tom brought up the CFL when he was at the podium in Germany? He goes, it was on his mind. The CFL was on his mind. That's a thing. I think you call it like a Freudian slip or whatever. That's right when Brady was involved in that. But now that the team's been sold and it's not a thing anymore, I think we can say it. 
And I, oh, <laughs> I was texting this guy. And you, by the way, know him. You know him. I was texting. Can I say it? Can I say it? Can I say it? And he's like, no, because if you say it, you'll screw it all up. <sighs> okay. So then I didn't. But I'm saying it now. If it pisses people off, so be it. WHL playoffs, Moose. We're going to spend way more time on this next hour. And coming up, Huntsy's next, right, Clark? Next segment? Yeah. Okay. In the Western Hockey League, I'm paying not as much attention to the Western Conference because there's enough to delve into into the East, and we only have a minute here, but it's the Winnipeg Ice against the Medicine Hat Tigers, the Saskatoon Blades against God's team, the Regina Pats. They're all excited here in southern Alberta because it's Calgary against Red Deer in one series, Lethbridge Hurricanes against those pesky warriors. Right, Hunsey? In round one, and then in the west, it's Seattle at Kamloops, Kamloops in Vancouver, Portland and Everett, and PG at Tri-City. It's very important. We got a lot of viewers out there in Oregon and Washington State. They tell me I'm not following them that closely because I expect it's going to be Kamloops and Seattle in the final. That's the way it's supposed to go, right? Uh, yeah. What's your prediction of Blades Pats, Darren? <laughs> My, I'm done pissing people off. My predictions are every series is going to overtime in game seven. Okay? Flip a Stop coin. it. No, I can't. Bingo! I'm joking. You know what? I like... You know, I like what Brendan Sonny has done in Saskatoon. I, you know, um, I wondered how he would do as, as the coach. I think they've got a lot of structure in the group. Um, obviously, the Pats have the high-end guy and Bedard and Sposal and um, some guys there. But I think it's probably uh, Blades in six, you know. I think Bedard's going to will the Pats. He'll, he'll, he'll be able to, on his own, uh, and with the goaltending they have, get the, the Pats a few wins there. But I'll take the Blades in six in that series. May the hockey gods strike you down. Or at the very <laughs> least, have the Regina Pats win. Moose, I'll see you back here in hour two, okay? Say hi to Huntsy for me. Uh, well, you just did, because he's watching right now. We'll be right back with the general manager of the Prince Albert Raiders. We're going to Little Montreal next. Here on the RP Show, we're live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE in Newton, Georgia. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Live looking, Great Eagle Resorting Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. If you're booking your summer getaway out here to the foothills, book it now. Great Eagle Resorting Casino.ca. Folks, the Western Hockey League announced the Prince Albert Raiders will select first and second overall in the 2023 WHL Prospects draft. Following the lottery yesterday, the Raiders won the draft lottery, moving from fourth to second overall. And they already had the first overall selection, having acquired it in a trade with the Edmonton Oil Kings. Joining us today is our good friend, longtime friend, Curtis Hunt, the general manager of the Prince Albert Raiders. Good day, Huntsy. Good to see you. Congratulations on uh, winning the lottery yesterday. Uh, how did it feel to, to see the ball come up? Uh, it, was, uh, it was pretty exciting, exciting day for us. We had hoped for that scenario. Maybe the best scenario for us was 1-2. And, of, of course, you didn't mention we have picked 7 in a deal with Seattle mm -hmm. this year for Nolan Allen. Um, but uh, 
for the guys, there's quite a buzz. The phone was uh, electric, and uh, you know now we got to dig in. And you know I, I think that's the best part now is listening to the guys doing a little research and getting out there and getting to know the kids. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, because I follow your broadcaster, the mouth of the South, Robbie Mahan, and he said that uh, you guys had like nine balls in the bin. It would have been very hard for you not to win the lottery, if I'm not mistaken. Well, the, the Prince Albert itself in the four spot had three balls in the bin. So for us to win the okay. lottery and move from four to one or four to two, um, yeah, the probability of having pick one was, uh, well, all of Edmonton's balls, all of our own balls, Brandon right. and, uh, and uh, Swift Current Vancouver. So we were gotcha. pretty good shape okay. for number gotcha. one. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's my point. The Raiders got a lot of balls. Is that what you're saying, Hunsey? I got it. Uh, and hey, the, you're not in the playoffs this year. That would be very weird for you. How are you dealing with that? Well, uh, we were the team like, like the Pesty Raiders. We just wouldn't go away. We, we did make some significant moves this year. We got ourselves a little younger, a little faster, uh, added to some depth. And, and I'll tell you, the kids, well, the job by Jeff Truitt and his staff, uh, Ryan McDonald, uh, Keaton Ellerby was fantastic. And the players bought in. And, and as I mentioned, we wouldn't go away. So you're... You wear two hats, you're disappointed. Uh, it's always my mandate to get in because once you're in the dance, anything can happen. Um, that being said, uh, we bring back all but our three overage players next year. Uh, we've got some great young players um, that are prepared to come and compete for new jobs and, of course, the draft. So our, the future looks really bright for the Prince Albert Raiders, uh, not just beyond when these three picks uh, come to fruition, but uh, certainly in the years, the short years to come, starting in 23-24. Uh, well, it's not lost on me that, and maybe you can explain to all of our viewers across Canada and the States too about junior hockey. The teams you mentioned that are missing the playoffs this year are all league champions from the past or have been in the league final in the last three, four, five years. Yourselves, Edmonton, Swift Current, Brandon Apprenti. Perennial contender, but not this year. That's just the way it goes. You must have seen this coming. Yeah, we had an idea. And when, when we started the season, you know, we had a high-end player like Nolan Allen. Uh, fans who watch the World Juniors familiar with his play. Uh, when we moved Nolan out, uh, it, it was one of those things where we thought, let's just get some depth. But junior hockey is cyclical. Uh, when you look at the top teams in our league, they're laden with 19, 20-year-olds. Uh, Teams do give away younger prospects and or draft picks for that opportunity to drink from the cup. And as you mentioned, the teams in the mix had been uh, two championship series or have won Western League crowns. And we were one of those teams in 2019. And, and certainly it's our mandate as we look at the group to try to get back there for our fans. I think the so funny thing about our... Enjoy... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say that, that the thing about Prince Albert, is, and I don't know if you, you were referring to us as Little Montreal before or not, but uh, our fans are knowledgeable. And in our last two games, one of which was a Tuesday and the other one which was a, uh, a Saturday, we, uh, we were over capacity in terms of seats and in terms of max capacity, probably about 96%. So... Fans understand, they know they were exciting. We played an exciting brand, and it was uh, 
you know, I'm pretty appreciative for that, for the people and the fans that we have in our hometown. Of course, I was referring to PA as Little Montreal. I lived there. You know that. And uh, I guess it's good and bad. You can't slip one by them. You can't. But it's good, though, in this regard that they know and can see what you're doing with your franchise. That's a good thing. Well, I try to be transparent as I can. Obviously, we, we don't talk about players to, to fans, but we certainly talk about bigger picture items, uh, you know, where we are, where the club is, uh, the expectations we have on ourselves, on our business, on our game and our game promotion, and of course, our coaches and players. And the biggest thing we try to do is get our kids into the community as much as possible. And and uh, we, the community has a ton of pride. Now, I, I got to jump on that little Montreal, the funny thing, is the last two times we had number one picks overall was Kyle Chichura and Caden Gooley, both of which went to big Montreal in his first round picks uh, <laughs> to the end. So um, whoever this young man is, uh, come, come uh, May, hopefully he's a Montreal fan. That's kind of a neat win. Uh, two, two great Edmonton area boys there, I might add, Chipchera and Gooley. Uh, and uh, listen... I ran into your scout, Johnny Kalanich, here the other night at the Flames game. I said, Johnny, what's the score? It's an inside joke between the two of us, but he says you got things on the right track. Hansi, and listen, what's new for you since we talked is we're on the radio in Atlanta. You being an old-school hockey guy, you played in every single league. Do you have an Atlanta story? Did you ever play in uh, Atlanta in the minors? I, I might be able to tie in Lethbridge and maybe Regina. So there was a young player named Brant Meyer. Played in the Western Hockey League, ended up in Atlanta. I was playing in Houston. This isn't a flattering story for me. I'll, I'll, I'll start there. but uh, <laughs> Not many are. So, yeah. <laughs> no. So anyways, uh, we had a little bit of a mix-up. It was a little bit of old cool hockey, I guess, back in the 90s. And... Uh, Somehow I ended up on the ice, and then Brent, uh, Big Brent Meyer had it in for me. So I cast on both my thumbs at the time. Couldn't get my gloves off. That's my defense. But I got into the penalty box, and I could, I could see the lights, the lights move as I moved my eyes. So you talk about the respect players have for players. I, I got back on the ice, and uh, Jason Ruff, another Lethbridge uh, kid uh, played in the Western Hockey League. He lined up beside me and he just said, hey, Huntsy, get off the ice. And uh, a little bit like slap shot, but uh, that's kind of my funny story. As I mentioned, it's not very flattering, but I took a pretty good beat in there by an old Western Hockey League uh, tough guy. <laughs> I loved it. I'm glad I asked. Uh, Huntsy, you're the best. I appreciate it. Enjoy the summer and I will be seeing you somewhere in our travels for sure. Thanks, Roddy. All the best to you and your fans. All right. Same to you. Leafs and Canucks prospect from days gone by. Fighter as well, Curtis Hunt. Got to love those Atlanta minor hockey, those uh, not minor hockey, minor pro hockey stories. A eh, Ryan O'Radio? We'll be right back with uh, a sports update audience takeover when we return. We're live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. PlayNow.com A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to PlayNow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code RPSHOW for your special offer. PlayNow.com Must be 19+. Use your game sense. Eagle is the place to be. Get ready to sing along to all your favorite REO Speedwagon classic hits Thursday, May 4th at the Great Eagle Event Center. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.ca. We call this audience takeover, and after this sports update, we will. I just knew Hunsey would have an Atlanta fight story or a hockey story. I didn't think it would be one that he, yeah, I got beat up in Atlanta. <laughs> but I knew he'd have one, and he knocked it out of the park. Thank you, Curtis Hunt. As I often say, he's the older brother I didn't need because I have two. Uh, But that doesn't stop him from giving me his advice and telling me what to do. Sports update on this Thursday. There are 11 games in the National Hockey League, including the Edmonton Oilers at home to the LA Kings tonight. That would almost be worth the drive up, but not quite. The Oilers trail the Kings by one point in the Pacific Division and can leapfrog into second with a win. Elsewhere, the Montreal Canadiens are home to the Florida Panthers and the Ottawa Senators entertain Philadelphia. Just two days after setting a world record, 16-year-old Summer McIntosh is back in the pool at the Canadian Swim Trials in Toronto. McIntosh will swim in the 200-meter individual medal medley today. She broke the women's 400 freestyle mark on Tuesday. The trials are going to determine Canada's team for this summer's world championships in Japan. How about this? You guys listen up there at Game Plus Television. The latest in a series of attempts to help pickleball find a footing on television is coming this weekend when retired tennis stars Andy Roddick, John McEnroe, Andre Agassi, and Michael Chang take part in a made-for-TV exhibition in Hollywood, Florida. The pickleball slam will involve the that quartet of International Tennis Hall of Fame playing singles and doubles against each other with a total purse of $1 million U.S. Frankly, now I'm interested. Remember when Tiger and Phil and Peyton and Tom played the match play game during COVID? I watched, and I'm not even a golf guy. I wonder if they'll do the same type of thing. Pickleball is where it's at. Major League Pickleball. Yeah, try you shake your head now. You wait. And on Game Plus Television, we're all over it. This sports update brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. Sign up now for Landmark Extras and see what's playing at LandmarkCinemas.com. In theaters now, Scream 6. Trust me, I went to it. Following the latest ghost face killings, the four survivors leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh new chapter in New York City. Courtney Cox is in this one. I'm telling you. I think it's going to be her last. So get out and watch Scream. But if you're for the faint of heart, you don't like blood, I'll tell you right now, don't go. Oh, no. Up, yeah. Updating the poll. It's for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. For all you people all across Canada and the United States where they have major junior teams, will you be attending a major junior hockey playoff game this spring? 
What are we at, Clark? I think it was 68% on Twitter saying, yes, they will be attending a major junior playoff game this spring. What, what are they saying on YouTube? Are you able to look that up? Yeah, 72% no. Ooh. Oh. Significant difference. He said WHL on YouTube. Um, the Twitter is major junior playoff game. So, I know I'll be there. Come join us. Last minute of play in hour one. On that vein, Stephen, watching in North Dakota, writes in. He says, greetings and hallucinations from sunny minus nine degrees, Minot, North Dakota. Anyone want a carpool to a WHL playoff game for the Minot area? And North, frankly asking, contact Stephen in North Dakota. Find him on Facebook. He wants to go to a junior hockey playoff game. Uh, John in Edmonton with the breaking news. For the first time in 26 years, the Memorial Cup presented by Kia will be hosted south of the border when next year the championship of the Canadian Hockey League will be held in Saginaw. That news, I'm assuming, just came out today. We'll talk about all of this, the NHL games tonight, NFL meetings, whatever you want, coming up after this brief pause on Game Plus and WQEE. Stick around. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.